When I turned 20, I decided I was going to be normal like everybody else. The thing about me is I'm not normal. I'm just not normal. I'm not ever going to be normal. I'm not ever going to try ever again to be normal because it almost killed me. In the process of all that, I learned so much about myself and I ended up with over 20 years of chronic illness by denying my true self. This is episode number 20 with author and healer, Condi Bartlett. Hey mamas, welcome to the Being Mother Hustler podcast. I'm your host, Mother Hustler, Kareen Mills. I'm a mama of two boys, founder of a tribe called Mother Hustler Nation, co-founder of the Game Changers Global Network, an insurance professional turned lifestyle entrepreneur, keynote speaker, and author. Each and every week, I'm bringing you stories and thoughts from mom entrepreneurs who will inspire you to take massive imperfect action unapologetically chase your dreams and eradicate your excuses so you can quit treating your business like a hobby and turn your side hustle into full-time income. I know being mother hustler is not easy, but sisters, we are making it happen even in this beautiful mess. Thank you so much for being present with me today. Now let's go mother the world. As a founder of Cocoon Wellness Center, Condi Bartlett specializes in helping women with fibromyalgia. She is also the founder and moderator of the Women with Fibromyalgia Self-Healing Facebook group with now over 9,000 members. Condi's story is one of recovery, healing, and hope. Condi suffered for over 20 years with chronic illness until it nearly cost her life. After spending a night in the ICU and a week in the hospital recovering, Condi decided, like so many other people with the same illness, that the medical model wasn't working for her. She then returned home to raise her two young children and begin the most challenging journey of her life, naturally healing her body, mind, and spirit. Condi understands the true impact of chronic illness and the emotional pain that comes from not being able to be the wife, lover, mother, daughter, and friend you thought you could be. She remembers the feeling of self-doubt, depression, and hopeless. She now considers the experience of chronic illness to be a blessing that has helped her to fully understand her divine purpose, which is to be a healer and a channel. The healing journey has helped her to have a deeper level of compassion and empathy for her clients because she has felt the same loss of identity, self-worth, and hopelessness. 
Over the last nine years, Condi has been helping men and women with chronic illness and chronic pain understand that healing is possible. She teaches them how to regain their health and well-being, as well as build a life they truly love. Condi has worked in the past as a corporate accountant, owned her own bookkeeping business, and developed a product called Thought Shifters, which are reusable affirmation stickers designed to help people reprogram negative thought patterns and replace them with positive thoughts and habits. Condi is a lifetime learner and a teacher of spiritual growth. As an advocate for children, Condi served on the Tiger Tualatin Board of Education for four years and also served as Portland Area Alateen Coordinator for three years. In 2002, Condi was awarded the Commitment to Youth Award from the Tualatin Chamber of Commerce, an award that was created in her honor. Wow, my lovely friends, buckle up and help me welcome the mother hustler mothering the world this week, Condi Bartlett. Welcome everyone, Kareen Mills here, your Mother Hustler podcast guests. We are super blessed and graced today with an amazing woman that I actually happened to meet through an online mastermind, which is weird because we're both from the Portland, Oregon area, and we have a lot of mutual um, friends already that we didn't even know about. And then I had lunch with her a couple of weeks ago and we're like soul sisters she's currently helping people to heal from this awful illness called fibromyalgia correct condi that's correct so let's hear it from condi bartlett and she's going to tell us about her journey of how she got here and the realization that we talked about through our luncheon uh, a couple of weeks ago, because I think you have a lot of value to share to that community. And I think what I always say is the reason that I have different guests in the show is because one person may not relate to me. Like I can run the show by myself, but I only have so much to give, right? And there's only so much community of people that will relate to me. Um, but by having a platform with um, people like yourself, people like Lonnie that I interviewed this morning, just different journeys in life that there's going to be a lot of people that goes through the same, but not exactly the same as me, but the same as you, the same as Lonnie. So it's cool to diversify this. And I'm so happy that you are here. Well, thank you. Thank you, Kareen. I'm honored to be here. I, I've been just feeling extremely blessed today to have been asked to participate in this podcast and be interviewed by you. And I've listened to your podcast and it's just, it's a wonderful uh, inspiration for women entrepreneurs, especially mothers, because it's, it's so hard to have a business and to be a mother 
and a wife or a lover and all these other things we've got to do as women. Um, so it's nice to have a support system. It's great that you've put this together and that you're supporting women in the way you are and creating a platform where you're helping them shine their brightest. So yes, I'm yes. excited to be here. It's so awesome. I have shortened, you know, I have a long drawn, I can go on and on with my mission, but, but the mission is really to validate and, and give value. So Absolutely. validate the ones like you. This is my new norm and your family has adjusted to that. And then go into the competition world. Um, if you decide to, because there are sacrifices that you're going to need to make and your family's going to need to know and support that mm. on the flip side, when you're getting ready to compete, you need to be careful of how you deliver your message to your children because, and we just had this with our group. We have a private Facebook group for our clients. And they ask, like, is it too extreme that my kids see me pull out my food scale or um, they see me measuring my food and tracking it? Is that too extreme? Am I sending the wrong message? Mm -hmm. And so my husband and I tell them, it is our job to teach them. Like, if your kid goes off to college, they don't know how to cook. They don't know calories. They don't know this or that. They're going to gain the freshman 15, and then they just have a lot of other issues to worry about. Yeah. Um, but we need to teach them in the right way and don't say, I have to do this. I have to weigh this but it's more like, I want to know how much meat I'm eating. So let me see how much I'm, let me weigh that and teach them how to do that. Same with seasons. You're not always going to be pulling out your food scale, but um, children need to know that. And the way you can apply it is like, if they play sports or they're interested and they have a goal, they have practice they need to go to and measurable progress and doing fitness tests or whatever they need to do for that sport to be their best. That's why I'm measuring and tracking and finding the best for myself and my goals, right? Wow. That's so cool. Uh, how long is the actual training? And you said 12 weeks, but you recommend they start way before that and create a way of life. Yeah. So um, way before, usually it takes 12 to 16 weeks to have a, a transformation. Um, contest prep, the typical 12 weeks is... Um, yeah, where you're dialed in, you're increasing your cardio, decreasing your calories, you create a deficit, you have to learn your posing, you have to get your competition suit, you know, wow. all of that. It's very expensive as well. Um, but it's very rewarding for people that really commit yourself to that. I mean, you go through ups and downs and crying and every day, one hour, it's like, I'm going to win this. And the next hour, it's like, why did I even think I could do this? Who am I kidding? Right? <laughs> so, wow. 12 weeks it's, is great. <laughs> it's so crazy. I, I watched my friend who's also a mom who just started competition um, during his, her 12 week. And it's crazy to watch because I've always wanted a six pack <laughs> 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 to watch her. She's always been fit because she's a runner, uh -huh. but um, not have a six pack and still have a little bulge. But, you know, of course, for 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 being a mom that's like perfection already <laughs> and then to watch her from that to like lean um muscles and in 12 weeks having the six pack it's like wow you can really build the six pack in 12 weeks <laughs> yeah well uh, most most people are just unshedding <laughs> the six pack a lot of people already have it and genetic structure and bodies is, is are different 
But yeah, what you can set your mind to and be disciplined for it within that time frame is incredible. I mean, there's, there's nothing else like it. And I love taking people through that journey. But then there's also the follow up to that. Like once you reach a goal, you haven't arrived, there's a new goal. And that new goal could be harder than the first because now you're trying to reverse out of that contest prep. Now you're trying to find like, how do I find the balance and how am I okay with yeah. gaining a little bit of body fat back? And, you know, so it's just constantly evolving and you always have to yeah. have the best perspective and the best outlook for your situation. So would you say the 12 week is not sustainable? No, not at all. So for my competitors, for figure, you need to be about nine to 10% body fat. And once wow. for females, once you get under 12%, you start to lose your, your cycle and you know, your, your, your hair is getting a little bit thin, you know, so that's not healthy. That's like the last couple of weeks. Um, wow. But to get to that where you just feel incredible and phenomenal and then have to go back up to even 14% is really low, but it's like, one and a half, you know, almost twice what you had for show. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's a huge difference. It's relative. You know, yeah. your basis was whatever, nine. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So it's important to, I mean, to be extreme. Of course, I like extreme things, <laughs> but you can't be mm -hmm. extreme all the time, especially with children. I mean, you have to sacrifice certain things. And so um, there has to be a season for all of it. And I've been very, um, very involved with making sure that the person is okay mentally because a lot of people decide to compete like oh i'm going to get confidence in myself because i'm going to look amazing and and that's why i want to do it that could be out the door the second you step on stage even though you trained to win you can uh -huh. place and then all of a sudden your confidence is worse than when you started so i'm very much into coaching people throughout wow. like remember the journey remember what you've accomplished so far remember the hard work and don't place it only on like i did this to win and to be confident how hard is the diet during that 12 weeks is it like chicken broccoli and that's it <laughs> <laughs> well it's different for everybody your first time is usually not as hard because you haven't done something like that so your body responds really well um, but mm. many people who have a higher metabolism or who have already eaten pretty healthy and stuff, it does get pretty extreme. I mean, mine, and this is just me, I very often had to eat fish four to five times a day with fish and vegetables throughout the day. Um, very minimal carbohydrates. I would have oatmeal for breakfast. I had to do 90 minutes of cardio. So most times I would just go run for 90 minutes and then go wow. back at night and lift. Um, but I, I embraced everything. I would tell myself, it's amazing how great I feel considering what I'm eating. Or I use my cardio time as my office on the road. So I would brainstorm and think about my business, my company, my people. And that way I'm- Wow, office on the road. Yeah. <laughs> like, you mean like while you're running and while you're doing your cardio, you're like, your mind is working. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because as a parent, you have to multitask. And as a mother, you have to be able to figure out how to do the most things possible and be as productive as possible. So I would go out, it'd be dark in the morning, I'd put my headphones on and I would run and zone out like, okay, when we started our gym, how are we going to do this? When I'm training clients, how's this person feeling? How do I need to show up for them? What do wow. I need to hear them say? So I'd get done with my workout and, my, and come home and my husband, I would be like, all these ideas. <laughs> and he's like, wait, I just woke up. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like as a mother, we're already hustlers. I mean, there's like, it's a given because we have to not because we, we, um, uh, 
we try to because we don't have to try it's just like cruise control automatic you know that's amazing and it's important that i think our our children know um to me that they know the sacrifices that we make i wouldn't hate for my daughter when she's 30 to be like i never knew you did that for me because she's not learning the love and the sacrifice like if i tell her I have 15 programs to do tonight, but you just told me that it's important for you to go to the store and get this craft project. Um, then I need to stop this for one hour and go do what you did. And that's a sacrifice that I'm making. Or I will, I wake up before it's even light at four o'clock in the morning because I need to, I need to be home to help you get ready for school. If your kids know that, then they, they feel that love and appreciation and they start to grow that within themselves to become the, the parent that they need to be or the adult that they need to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think we segregate business and home life a lot, but it really is so similar and parallel. Yeah. And you know, a lot of managers at work or supervisors are so great at supervising and managing, but they fall apart when they get home. But if mm-hmm. they just know that they can apply the skill set they have, to manage their household. And, you know, we talk about communication in the corporate world. Heck, if you have that communication channel the same way as you do at home and really communicate with your children, like they're part of your team because they are, you know, and say, Hey, this is what I'm doing. And this is a sacrifice I need to do to achieve this goal, goal at work. But at home, it's like, okay, mom needs to be doing this in order for us to get here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so the same, the same way with stay-at-home moms, because I know a lot of stay-at-home moms that sort of feel inferior yeah. to other moms because other moms may have a career and they're a hotshot in their field or industry. And then here's stay-at-home mom that doesn't have a lot of confidence and they feel very inferior. And the podcast that I created here was really to Number one, validate people like us, you know, the hustlers, the entrepreneurs, the multitaskers, the go-getters. But at the same time, realize and understand that as a mother, you already all that. You yeah. don't have to have a title to, to be like us and to evaluate and give them valuation to let them know that it's okay what you're doing as a stay-at-home mom and regardless of whether you have a career or not or you have a, a home-based business. Mm-hmm. you are a valuable person because of the things that you already do as a mom and the things that we develop as a mom, because again, there's no training for becoming a mom. Mm-hmm. Things that we develop as a mom were problem solvers at home. You can apply that back to the corporate world. Mm-hmm. We're um, critical thinkers. We can apply that to the corporate world to gain a career. Um, uh, conflict resolution, <laughs> we can apply that. We're the CEO of our household. You know, it's um, it's really parallel. And I think that we need to quit dividing it between, oh, I'm just a stay-at-home mom. Absolutely. I mean, I see a, a lot of my friends here in Utah are stay-at-home moms, and I admire them so much. If I didn't have to work, I would want to live the lives that they live as well, because they're managing, they're creating structure, they're creating discipline, they're creating fun and finding joy. They're taking their kids for events. They're very involved in the thing. It's hard to be at home. Cool. And then when you start doing, then you start researching what you're doing, but people want to research everything, do nothing, and then complain about how they have no results. And it's like, there's information overloads. Just apply one thing. 
Yeah. It's funny because I get asked a lot, a lot things that people can just Google and it、yeah. annoys the shit out of me. And I'm not saying that I don't、yeah. want to help people, but it,、yeah. I mean, like you said, information is at the, at the tip of your fingertips. All、yeah. you got to do is Google and、yeah. spend time to read things. But I feel、yeah. like, and not only that, too, I think the comparison issue is that, oh,、yeah. I want to be like her. So I'm just going to go ask her so I can take a shortcut, you know? Yeah.、Um, yeah. And she can just give me all the information, but it's, It's like, hey, this is where I learn. I learn by Googling and watching YouTube. I learn, I, mean, I just built like a sound box so that I can block all the background noise. And I just Googled it. And it's so simple.、Yeah. It exists in the men's world too, but they have, they're very different. They, they, they create a strong facade, but we were pretty harsh on ourselves. And I think that,、um, you know, even the competitors too that you, you help, I think. Yeah. So, do you like? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's beautiful. And there's, there's one that's forming a heart. So, yeah, there's a whole bunch that form a heart and then they fly out. There's you talking to plants, and butterflies are, they love plants.、Mm-hmm. So, what does the symbol of the butterfly behind you mean to you? So, th- I'm in my healing office right now. And what we're taught in the shamanic perspective is that once we have an ally that does a specific、um, job for us,、um, we honor them in some way. And I love this. So, one of the things that I'm starting to help people do is go and meet their allies. And、mm-hmm. often it's something that has already been showing up. And that's why. I have that message of like, don't discredit or dismiss that your child is talking to a tiger or a make believe person or an angel because that might actually be their guide. Whereas monarch butterflies, my whole entire life, I have loved monarch butterflies. It's on my bucket list to go to Mexico where they hang out in these trees、um, for the wintertime before、yeah. they come back into the US. And there's an amazing documentary about it. So, I went、um, to get an ally for extraction work. And what extraction work is clearing off energy that doesn't match you. It helps you rebalance chakra systems and just helps you feel a lot lighter、uh-huh. and kind of unstick the heaviness of life. And Monarch Butterfly showed up. And it was funny when I first you know, met her in this journey,、um, I was like, you're not a tiger or like a. You know, warrior in some way. How can you help me with this type of energy work? And they showed me how they're just this beautiful swarm and this gentle kind of like using their wings to clear away the energy and make everything lighter and bring in this beautiful golden like pollen that's love and just dust your whole body. And、wow. so that is why they're on my wall is to honor that they come in and help. Help me do that work, and I often ask them to participate in my new moon circles that I host every、um, month where we do a group clearing. And so I call in my monarch butterflies to help with that. Wow, when you describe what a monarch butterfly and how they would help you, it reminded me of you. 
when you talk about gentle and um, they use their wings to clear off the, you know, the bad energy. It does. So it's suiting for you. Yeah. Yeah. So before I go to my last question, I just want to thank you for holding space for a lot of us to reconnect us to the plant, um, the plant world, because they are well serving. They serve us without asking for anything in return. They give us a lot of oxygen and we can't breathe without it. So your work and your healing work and your energy work is super important. And I think if people could just open up a little more and allow that and allow you to really help them connect to the plant world, it would make a difference in this world, right? So Mm -hmm. thank you for um, leveraging your gift and using your gift for the betterment of this world. And thank you for being a friend. Oh, yes. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. So last and final question, what is your definition of mother hustler or what came to your mind when you heard that fun play of words? Because it's not really a word on the dictionary. Hopefully one day it will be. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Oh, my gosh. Do we not need so much um, high fives, pats on the back and validation for how much women are taking on at this time. Like mm. not only are we the change makers, we're the still the nurturers and like the vital piece of kind of holding our households together and running a household. And so when I think of Mo- mother hustler, it's that it's such a great definition to like all the balls you have in the air, like for going from like not being a, mother and not being an entrepreneur or someone who has a nine to five job where they're, you know, they're needed in this realm of being able to make money. And, and then their husbands usually, I mean, what I really like is our husbands are actually stepping up at least Mm -hmm. mine is like he does the dishes. He, you know, cooks the meals. He takes my daughter. Yes. Yes. And my dad never did that stuff. And his dad never does that stuff. So I feel like the men are waking up too. But um, as far as the mother hustler, oh man, I just feel like it really defines that, like (laughs) that multitasking. And at the same time, being really strong and powerful, as well as that, like I said, the nurturing piece and the loving piece and the caring piece. It's we're so dynamic right now. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. I think the mother word is so soft and gentle. Mm -hmm. And the hustle word is super almost forceful, right? But when you put them together, it softens both. It kind of makes the mother a little more actionable. And then it makes the hustle word a lot softer. I think that's, that's a really good definition that you brought. So thank you for that. I really appreciate you. I hope we can do this again. Yeah. Some other time. And um, maybe my next book. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Have an awesome day. You too. Bye, Kareem. All right, sisters, thank you so much for listening and always supporting. 
the Being Mother Hustler podcast every single episode, every single week. I know most of you take screenshots of these episodes and share it all over your social media outlet. And for some of you that's left us a five-star review, from the bottom of my heart, I'm so super grateful for you. Make sure you follow us on Spotify and subscribe to the show on iTunes. And it would mean the world to the entire Mother Hustler Nation community if you wrote us a five-star review. Because I'm telling you, this is not about me. This is not about you. It's about all of us in the community inspiring each other, learning from each other, and not allowing each other to make any excuses to chase our dreams. I swear I read those reviews and it fuels me to my core, makes me cry for great reasons, so I so look forward to reading those reviews. As always, sisters, don't forget to give, serve, live, and love. Have a mother hustling day.